Why did you contact us? You contacted us. We were just listening. And there are others? Many others. Live long and prosper. Bad feeling about this. So say we all. This is going to get pretty interesting. Define interest. Oh God, oh God, we're all going to die? Only try to realize the truth. There is no spoon. We are at peace, always. You are listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. And now, from the end of the universe, bringing you the latest in science fiction movies and television shows, here are your hosts. Welcome to Sci-Fi Diner Conversations, a place where you, the listener, get to share your thoughts about the shows and the movies that you are watching and commenting on and either – and also, I guess, the news that we comment on in the regular show. My name is Scott Herzog. And hello. I am Miles P. McLaughlin. And we are the host of the Sci-Fi Diner podcast and also the host of this little mini episode that we drop uh, prior to it where we just talk about the feedback and the new uh, – I guess commenting on some of the comments that you made about the things we're talking about and about the things that you're watching. Does that pretty well sum it up, Miles? It does. It does. A lot of this comes from our Facebook uh, fan community as well. So, Miles, how many fans do we have now? We have 135 people on our Facebook Yeah, so, Matt, it keeps growing, and we just are excited to have everyone on there and – uh, we, we often will post news that comes up. We'll, we'll give our thoughts about the shows we're watching. We're missing the event as we talk, Miles. Um, Hawaii Five O is airing tonight. We talk about these shows, the shows we're watching, and uh, people come on, comment on them and write in, and we get feedback, and so it's just great stuff. Why don't we go ahead and leap into the conversation tonight, and if we're going to start off with some emails that we got from some of you guys and some iTunes reviews. I think that's where we're going to kind of leap into everything. Does it sound good, Miles? Sounds great. Sounds perfect. And this comes from our good friend Colin from the UK, from the UK. And he just dropped a quick note to let us know that he's spreading the word about the Sci-Fi Diner. So we thank you so much, Colin, for doing that. And he has left us a five-star review on the UK iTunes, which, by the way, you can get to from the US iTunes. And so I jumped over there and just grabbed uh, two of the reviews that came through that. And we appreciate both of you, both Jarek and Colin, for leaving five-star reviews. And here's what they say. This is by Jarek. An eclectic look at science fiction from Miles Scott with a highlight being some of the excellent interviews and news features. A good listen for a genre fan. So thank you so much, Jarek, for sharing that. And then uh, Colin writes, great production as well as uh, as well as uh, a well-made uh, presented podcast. Two guys review and discuss a wide range of science fiction programs and issues. They don't just cover the big stories, but also the nuggets of other gossip, news, and rumors encompassing all things sci-fi. If you want to keep up the date and your finger on the pause, then this American-based cast is for you. And so thank you again, Colin, for leaving us that five-star review. Did you uh, – what is – sounds good, Miles. Yeah, yeah. Th- thanks, guys, for those reviews. Yeah, you know what? And uh, you know we don't often ask this, but hey, if you guys are listening and you haven't ever left a five-star review and you get the podcast through iTunes – Please, please uh, leave us a five-star review. We'd love to. We'll share it on the show, obviously, but we just appreciate you guys so much for standing alongside of us as we kind of embark in this endeavor called podcasting with the Sci-Fi Diner. And we really feel that you guys are a part of it, and so we love having that contribution in that way. We're also on Stitcher Radio as well as you have that app, but just a little plug for that. 
Miles, take us into the, I guess, the first uh, lengthy email. And this is also by Colin. Okay, Colin uh, says, uh, hi, guys. One of the anomalies of living in England is sometimes we have programs a few weeks after America. Sometimes we are months behind. For instance, I have just watched the first episode of V, whereas you'll soon be starting the second series. But on the flip side, the, the event starts here on Friday, and so we'll only be a few weeks behind on that. I am look, looking forward to the new series of Big Bang Theory, although we are four months behind. Particularly want to see the transport episode. I didn't know there was a transport episode. I can't wait to see that no, one. Me neither. I love transport. That was a great. That was a great. Those three movies were awesome. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, I am enjoying uh, V, Chuck, and Warehouse Thirteen. The latter has just finished, which is again behind you guys, but I enjoyed it. The problem is what to invest the time in. I was watching Flash Forward, but it got canceled. So I tend to see how they do over there before they decide to commit over here. You know, one of the th- that that's probably one of the great things about you know being in the uk is the fact that you get to see how shoes shows do over here and if they if they suck or they get canceled right away you know you don't need to invest it we don't know that you know we get them as they come out and we have to put a, a little bit of time into it and then if they get canceled oh, sucks for us right i mean you could be a little more discriminating if you uh, live uh, over in the uk so i guess that's, have- yeah there's an advantage to that i guess so, uh, so that, that's the advantage i mean uh, i mean you have to wait for shows to come and come that's a disadvantage way, but- i guess but <laughs> But either right. way, yeah. But okay, go on. He goes on. As he and, and as he says, uh, as for science and science fiction, well, I think as long as the story flows and makes sense, it need not be scientifically accurate. Look how many Star Trek episodes had techno babble. I like reading Stephen Baxter books, and although there are elements of science fiction, it, it is not always accurate. However, it does help the story. Sometimes science can help a story in an easy to understand way, which is re- referencing DNA or eugenics, like in Gattaca. But that, we all know that, that the core element in science fiction is the fiction. As long as the fiction makes sense in your head, the science is just to add spice. Yeah, so on he's kind of commenting on he's kind of commenting on our last week's episode or, and our discussion. So it's great to hear your thoughts on that. If any anyone else's comments on that last week's episode and their thoughts about science fiction and science fact and you didn't get your stuff read or you want to recomment on it please do so and he has a final note miles is for My you. final note um earl gray tea no thank you uh twining's green tea or darjeeling yes anyway sorry it's a long one guys off to watch the trek marathon on our channel four show awesome mm-hmm. awesome thanks colin yeah we appreciate that appreciate you sharing your thoughts on the show and um, and writing in, letting us know that. Uh, this next email comes from Jen, and she said, I finally got to listen to the past two podcasts. I always love the fact that you actually play the theme song at the end of the show, especially the Wonder Woman theme. I played that, I believe, at the end of the listener episode last week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as for – you know what? One of the things I got to do, Miles, is I got to start – I got to start mentioning you know, where the theme comes from because you know, I ain't copyright issues. You know, I'm not trying to infringe any copyright, but I should give credit to it I guess, right? Yeah, it might be. It might be safe to do that. Yeah, safe to do that. Uh, as the four shows this week, I know what you mean. Uh, as for the shows this week, I know what you mean about catching up. I'm on vacation this week. I've been trying to squeeze some shows, whatever I can watch, whatever I can watch while they're on. I was able to see two Hawaii Five O's. Still like that one. And Hawaii Five O Miles, did you catch any of Hawaii Five O? Uh, no, I'm not watching. Yeah, Hawaii it's, a, it's a, you know the thing is, it's not really sci-fi, but it's a show that's kind of I'm invested for into, it and I love it. And um, and they say this is also the episode where I remember hearing about Scott Con James Con's son had gotten himself injured in the middle of filming. Glad they were able to fit it into the show where he hides behind a desk. Uh, still have to watch Chuck this week, and I'm not watching Chuck. We aren't. Uh, and the event, um, although uh, we're gonna talk about some uh, Mike C's some comments about the event coming up on our Facebook fan page, but 
Um, it was funny though with the event. I liked the first two shows, but wasn't sure about last week's episode. I was getting confused. Like too much is going on. I wasn't sure I was going to watch this week's app. You know, Miles, the event still doing that time jumping jumping thing. I'm not crazy about. Yeah, I, I, I am too. I hope that that diminishes. I think um, I, I think it's a good story. You know, I, I kind of well, like the story, but. Oh, I'm really liking the story now. I mean, they've introduced so much to it now, but the whole time jump thing is just, uh, do, do it's been what, overdone. Yeah. Do you know what, do you know what freaked me out that third episode she's talking about? The best part of the episode is the end scene when people start waking up. Can you imagine, oh, yeah. can, can you imagine being that Marine? He goes, um, uh, uh, guys, someone's alive and then they all start waking up. Oh, that gave me the chills. That guy's gonna need therapy. Yeah, <laughs> I would need therapy if, if like you know, five hundred people that were dead suddenly started waking up. <laughs> right, right. Oh, oh man, man. But uh, she got to eat. She got to watch this week's Caprica. I'm still kind of on the fence with shows like Caprica and Stargate Universe. I would like to like Caprica, but it's a little on the dark side a bit, especially with all the radical bombing and killings in the beginning of each episode so far. I guess James Marsters didn't make it past this episode. Uh, At least we're led to believe that, Miles. What do you think? Do you think they actually killed off James Marsters? Well, at this point in time, I'm going to say yes. You don't see the body. You don't see the body, Miles. We we, we don't. I mean maybe he got away, but until we see him again – you know, I, I, you know, they did put a bomb in there. They did blow up part of that building. Yeah, you know what? But, I think uh, that I think that, and, and the thing is that Ron, Ron Moore's not doesn't typically pull bait and switch where a character's dead and they bring him back. Although he did with Starbuck. Yeah, he, he did. He did mess with her mind. And there. so I thought when James Marsters had signed on, it was a limited engagement. I thought I'd heard that somewhere back when we first reported he was going to be on Caprica. Mm-hmm. But uh, so he had. We may get the best. I liked him as a character in Caprica. Yeah. But I, but my wife was even saying just the last episode, just, uh, just, just more violent than, than, uh, I mean, it, it just, it's getting more and more violent. And I'm not, I'm not saying that to critique it as said, you know, positive or negative, but it's just, uh, well, you know, Polly Walker's character, she's evil. She's pure evil. Well, we're talking about terrorists and mobsters here. I, mean, I know. I know. Well, where can you go from that? But yeah, uh, yeah it's, uh, it's, uh, I like it. I like it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and, and so she kind of comments on SGU and she says, I wish they, li- they literally wouldn't make it look so dark. And of course I tried to watch a second rewatch of it on 12 a.m. So I wound up falling asleep in the middle of it. It's funny because I was a huge fan of SG1, SGA. And the difference I find between these shows and SGU is that I felt like they had a sense of humor. This one is so dark. Very true. And this is Miles. You did not watch Atlantis or SGU, right? I have not watched. No. Show. And, and you would find there's a very different show if you did because they just are. They're just they're just lighter shows, and and SGU is very dark, very dark comparison. Right. Um, but it's uh, she said she's a still loyal 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 viewer, and um, I don't know, Miles. We haven't commented. What do you think of the way SGU is going this season? It's um, I, it, it's sort of interesting seeing what what's going on with Rush and with uh with uh, Colonel Young. Um, I mean, Rush is, uh, you know, he knows where the bridge to the ship is now. And, you know, is he going to try it? He, 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 can, he can run the bridge of the ship. Right. I mean, he, uh, is he going to try to do the right thing to get help people um, get home? Or does he, is he still, you know, I mean, he's seeing a vision of his wife. Um, you know, she's sort of challenging him about, about what he's doing and stuff. And uh, it, 
so so I, I like where they're going right now. Yeah, you know, this whole thing about them wanting to get home is that the show has revolved around this entire season with them being unable to get home. It would set this, it would set a different tone for the show if they suddenly were able to get home. And so this is one of the impossible scenarios that writers like to drop in on you and say, ooh, we're gonna get him home, and you know it's not gonna happen. That's like this past week's fringe. Did you watch last week's fringe? Oh, I did. So last week's fringe, you know, they get the, they get the chip out of the guy's back, and it's like, ooh, they're gonna get access to all the information, all the operatives that exist here on our plane, and you know that's not gonna happen. There's just, of no, there's just no way it's going to happen. And so part of me feels like uh, writer, writers are asking us to maybe suspend our disbelief a little bit more than I'm willing to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's my thought of it. And they're taking us for a ride. I mean, uh, you know, it looks like they, they might get, get home or whatever and uh, or, or like, you know, get this chip. But there has to be more conflict to uh, for our characters to deal with. You know, and, you know, I did like the part where he's in the elevator with the shape changer. And and then right after the and you don't know what's going to happen and right after the commercial break you see Walter walk out and that's it. I was thinking the same thing. And you're like, like, you got to be kidding me! They killed Walter and shapeshifted into him. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was funny. If, oh, good. I, I knew they weren't going to do it, but go ahead. What I thought it was funny was uh, when when he when uh, Walter is eating lunch with Astrid and she's talk, they're talking about dinosaurs she likes and she brings up the Stegosaurus and and he he goes Stegosaurus. They had brains in our asses. <laughs> it was very good. And don't touch my pudding. Yes, yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> some, some, that was a really good episode and a really heart-wrenching one because you actually saw some humanity. Some humanity. I'm sorry if I'm spoiling this for you guys in the UK, but um, just skip ahead. Uh, but you know, you saw some humanity in the shapeshifters. Right. A I mean, little bit. Well, they- I mean, the one this poor guy was living with his family for five years. He assumed the role of the man of the house, and he and fell in love with him, and he wanted to stay that way. He, yeah, he didn't want his life to change. I mean, yeah. he was he was comfortable in that life. Yeah, and we just you see to get faux Olivia. We just see that she is absolutely evil in this episode. Absolutely, oh my gosh, yes. absolutely evil! And Newton's out of the picture, and I'm sad about that. I like Newton. As an evil guy, I like Newt. I'm, I'm kind of, he was a good bad guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she actually comments on this. I'm skipping around your email a little bit, Jen, so I hope you're okay with that. As for Fringe, it was another good episode, especially the one with Walter. I love that he was trying to teach the other doctors to think outside the box. Doing a, what, a little strip tease there. Um, that, you know, taking off his pants. Go ahead, Miles. Well, he was self-medicated at the time, yeah, too. Yes, yes. A little bit of LSD, which actually is what he blames when he gets uh, Astrid's name right. Yeah. First time we've ever heard him get Astrid's name right and he's on LSD. That's what he right. blames. So he'll probably go back to calling her other names <laughs> a little bit. But um, although I don't know what he was thinking when he started to take his pants off, the only other thing that was the shapeshifter thing is kind of confusing. It was nice that the one shapeshifter was trying to live a normal life. I wonder who the other one will turn into. We have to wait until November for more already. Yeah, that's right. There's a huge hiatus because of the baseball things oh. going on. They, they air baseball. So you don't get any fringe for a couple of weeks. So, uh, but if you want to hear more Fringe, go to uh, Fringe Casting with Wayne and Dan. It's a little plug for their podcast there. But um, what else does she say about it? Um, I hope there's nothing to do with the uh, do Cablevision having trouble to keeping with Fox and Channel Nine. I don't, I don't care about Channel Nine. I don't know anything on Channel Nine, but I guess it's a it's a channel that they have. It actually is not. Uh, again, just to clarify, Fringe is on hiatus because of. The baseball playoffs and the World Series, and that's the only reason. And they're saying November 4th it'll be back, but I heard rumors that depending on how the, I mean, if they go the full seven games, it will not be back to the 11th. 
of November. So we have a little bit of hiatus, but this is, this happened last year during baseball playoffs. I remember it happening. So mm-hmm. they took a little bit of a break and that's it's fine. We have enough shows to keep us occupied. Sanctuary, that's by true. the way, Sanctuary actually premiered. Did you watch the premiere of Sanctuary? Uh, I know I, I haven't. Yeah, I didn't either. So. Sorry about that. Um, she also talks about Big Bang Theory. I was able to watch. Actually, she talks about Chat Show Bleep, my dad says. It was okay again this week. Always hysterical trying to watch him sing, if you can call it singing. And missed the Big Bang Theory, and that's kind of what she's about that. Um, her other two shows are tonight are Smallville and Supernatural. She loved last week's Smallville. Actually got to see Supergirl back in her red and blue costume. I guess they are saving the big S for him. I think it's funny how they're making it that she's showing him how to use his powers because of the comics, if I remember correctly. He showed her how to use her powers when she came to Earth. So do you remember that in the comics? Uh, no, I don't. But, the, you know, this is a different this is it a different is. take it on is. the whole Superman genre, though. Yeah, absolutely. And then this past Saturday, she was able to get to the New York Comic Con convention, and word came to mind was nuts. I've never seen the con that that big and crowded. I felt like a human pinball mach- machine uh, were wall-to-wall people. I was only able to get James Marster's autograph, which was cool meeting him. He gave a quick story about how when he was Spike uh, on the set and the director was trying to tell him he had to be nice to Xander. And he was like, why should I? Spike hated Xander. I thought that was cute. I also saw him in Caprica and thought he was good. And then I got a picture of Lou Ferrigno. Um, and, uh, and then I got a picture of uh, Milo Ventimiglia, Peter from Heroes. Oh, Peter from Heroes. He actually so he's took, making conventions. Yeah, well, that's kind of cool. Maybe we'll get him at one of our conventions. Uh, yeah. He actually took a camera and took a pic. I never, no, I'll never wash my camera again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me neither. I wouldn't. Uh, Miles, you didn't wash your hand. I didn't wash my hand for weeks after uh, Felicia Day shook it. Uh, she had her arm around me. That shirt's still unwashed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a picture of, uh, just, um, uh, just kidding, but it, he did touch my camera, sigh, but I couldn't get anyone else, uh, it was not, that nuts. They put half the cast of the new V on at 6.30 p.m. and everyone's lining up around 4 p.m.-ish. By the time it would have gotten to them, it would have been later than that. So who knows what time would have gotten home. I was so close, yet so far away. Hopefully the next time they come to a more local con. I was also able to pick up a couple t-shirts while I was there. It was exhausting but fun. Well worth the chaos. And as for the other question about the whole science fact and science fiction, this is again her comment, I'm sure there has got to be some plausible measure of fact in any kind of story for those who like to nitpick every single thing. But for someone like me who isn't very technical, uh, sounds good to me. As long as it's really a good story and has a good likable characters, that's all that matters. And she also said, uh, this is her, the end of her email. She says, I heard this morning that they're also going to be making an incredible hawk into the TV show again. I wonder if they would incorporate the same guy from the movie to the TV show. I do like Mark Garifalo. Is that the way of Garifalo? And they are truly running out of, ide- they are truly running out of ideas. Um, and Kate and Leopold was Meg Ryan was the actress. Oh, I guess we were debating that. Who was right. playing the actress? Meg Ryan was the actress. Anyways, I guess about wraps it up. Then, until uh, till then, look forward to the podcast, Jen from New York. So, thank you so much, Jen, for writing it. And wow, I didn't hear anything about a Hawk TV show coming. Did you? That's that's news to me. I'm gonna have to. That's news. Hey, you are getting some news on the listener feedback episode. Assuming it's correct, we'll have to look into that. But thanks, mm-hmm. Jen from New York, for sharing that. And Comic Con, I would love to be in New York Comic Con. I, I would too. Um, I mean, well, there's one in Philly too. I mean, um, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm actually uh, thinking about trying to get get us into that next year. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I already looked at the guest list, and John Snyder's there, and um, 
from Smallville and uh, oh, there's a bunch of other guests. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see. They do have a press. They do have a press badge. We'll see if I can get it under the press. Um, if not, I might still go. It might be part of my uh, birthday birthday present. We'll see. Nice. Birthday present, 40th birthday coming up. And uh, let's get into – let's wrap up the show with some Facebook news and then we, we truly got to get going here. So so what, what happened on Facebook this past week? Well, audiences are turning to the event. Um, we've had uh, some mixed feelings about that. Uh, Mike says, I was very disappointed with episode four, poor writing and cliched elements with, with flashbacks, which serve no purpose, almost as if they have decided to use that device regardless. I wonder if by the UK premiere, it'll be a dead duck. Um, and would stop. Um, so he, he's thinking it may not even last uh, in the UK. Uh, so and they said they said it won't stop Channel Four from marketing it. It's U.S. hit. <laughs> we'll still call it hit, even though it's canceled. If it gets canceled, I guess there was rumors <laughs> of it being canceled. And they said audiences are tuning out of the event. And it was a news article by AirlockAlpha.com. And and uh, yeah, but. Uh, and Jen commented on it. She said, it's funny. I, I liked the first two episodes, but the third, I felt kind of lost me. I felt like there was too much going on. I didn't get a chance to watch this week's. This is kind of what she said in her email. So, so very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and then of course, another person commented on the fact that 1013 just passed. And of course, 1013 is happy X-Files day, everyone. And, uh, Kevin Batchelder kind of mentioned that. And, uh, B. Harden said, help me to remember, why 1013? And then Mike Mike C. responded, Carter's birthday, wasn't it? And it was indeed Chris Carter's birthday. And she said, he says, I seem to recall watching a DVD extra which explained why the clocks on the show often had the hands pointing to 10 and 13 or 11.20, his wife's birthday. So mm. they were often little nitpicks in there that were throughout the show. He had to skip the fringe spoilers. This, yeah, this is, is Mike, Mike again. Uh, he, he, he liked that we had this uh, – um, this this uh, this show, um, he had to skip the, the fringe spoilers as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, because <laughs> you're getting much. a bit, yeah, it's getting a little. So we're going to share them, and if you have to skip and great, I really should put chapters into this, but we kind of ramble, so it'd be like putting chapters anytime someone switches a topic, it's kind of pain. So I don't put chapters into mm-hmm. the show. But well, uh, I believe that's about it. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning into the listener feedback episode. Anything else we need to comment on? No, I think we, we we covered it. I did not see Sanctuary this week. It is in my DVR. If any of you guys are watching Sanctuary and uh, followed the show, let us know what you're thinking about the new Sanctuary that has just premiered. Don't forget that October 30th, Red premieres. That is Felicia Day's video. Got to check that out. And if you've seen Red in the theaters, it is a different Red with Bruce Willis, but also might be worth seeing, and I kind of want to see it. Oh, me too. I don't know if I'll actually get to see it. It might be a DVD rental for me, but I definitely want to see the movie. Anything else, Miles? Are we missing any shows that we missed talking about? We didn't talk about Clone Wars, but I'm behind in that. Yeah, I, I, I didn't see last week's yet either. Yeah, and uh, uh, it's it's not you know it, it, you know it's not bad for what it is, but it's 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 kind of moving kind of slow as far as uh, its its storytelling goes. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I believe that is it. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, if you want to contact and leave us your thoughts about the shows you're watching, the things that you're you're thinking about are just random subjects about the podcast or whatever, you can um, call in to, uh, to the show at one 508 4343 or email us at the sci-fi diner podcast at gmail.com. As always, Miles, they can find you, especially on Facebook. Yes, I'm um I'm on the, our Facebook fan page a lot. Yeah, he's and, one of our one of our moderators on there. And so, anyways, uh, check it out. Come join the community, uh, 135 strong, and it keeps growing each week. And we have some good dialogue coming on, and we just appreciate you guys so much. We really do. I can't say that enough. We do. 
So. It's, it's, been, it's been a good experience. Really yeah, so far. It really is. And we love having the conversations you're having. So continue to share your thoughts on the shows and we just have, we'll kind of, uh, be posting ours or hopefully throughout the week. So I believe that's it, Miles. Okay. Until next time, good night and good luck. We will see ya. Thank you.